Hey guys, a little bit of a throwback. I did an interview with Chuck Thomas on Atlanta Film Chat. We're talking about the movie business. We're talking about life. We're talking about things that are going on here in the entertainment business in Atlanta. So check out the content. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, so Chris, this has been a long time coming. Yes. <laughs> and I'm glad we were finally able to do this. Yeah. Uh, you just been super busy and then you got sick, which yeah. is very unfortunate. Yeah. And then you got more busy. Uh, but now you're here and it's very exciting. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for having <laughs> me. I'm, and also, I mean, just walking through the, just thank you for the tour and everything. This place is awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, one thing we're trying to do is make it more of, um, I don't know, experience, I guess. When you right. walk through the doors, you guys came through. You see that little room that they just built. Mm -hmm. It's like there's that dog, that fake dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we walked in, it was, it was funny because like Dries opens the door. He's like, whoa. And I backed up. I thought we were going to get attacked. It was hysterical. <laughs> the fake dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, eventually that dog will not be there. Yeah. There will have like uh, cool stuff like puppets and, and awards and stuff that we've won that you can go like, oh, these guys are cool. And then yeah. you come into the shop and be like, oh, yeah. yeah. So we're making it like a, a museum sort of. That's awesome. You know, so we have enough stuff, as you can tell, to yeah. do that. With. Yeah. No, it's super cool. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any uh, stuff like that at your, your office? Well, we actually just moved offices. So, okay. yeah. So we uh, we were um, on the perimeter in Atlanta and uh, we kind of outgrew it. Business is good. Yeah. Uh, we're good. growing. We're growing as a company. So we've been hiring a lot more people and uh, we actually found a pretty sweet place in uh, historic Roswell on Canton Street. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're pretty jazzed about that. So yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're still in the process of, of, you know, furnishing out the place and still waiting on some things. I've got the projector in today. So we have a nice little screening room. Yeah. yeah. We got our, uh, our green, our green screen booth, uh, is set up. So we have, we have our studio there. Um, we're building, we've already built one set. So there's another show that we have, uh, that we're putting together about, um, the, the film business in Atlanta. Okay. And then, uh, there's another, another side where we're building another set and I do another, another show, just talking to business leaders and stuff like that too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's coming along. I mean, we're, we're pretty excited about it and it's been, uh, it's, it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. And you mentioned the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me, yeah, tell me about that since I like talking to other podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do a show called pitch Chris. Um, so basically it's, uh, you know, industry, industry show where people ask questions about the entertainment business and then I answer them and, uh, it's a weekly show. Uh, so I have, you know, people, you know, kind of, they, they message in on Facebook and stuff like that and they send them oh, videos okay. and then we'll air them, uh, when we air the show and then, uh, we convert the whole thing into a podcast. So, um, you could actually, you know, you can find it on, on, um, you know, any of my social media channels or YouTube, but then also yeah. it's on iTunes and, and all the, all the other podcast platforms that are out That's there. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I've seen, I've seen other filmmakers, uh, doing that. Uh, like Tim Heidecker has uh, office hours, I think he calls it, where he just, you know, just ask people just ask questions about whatever. And I was trying to, I remember that reminds me that was when, um, what was it called? Uh, I, I think it was Vine. I tried on Vine mm -hmm. when that, no, no, it wasn't Vine. Um, God, it was, it was one of the streaming things that it popped up for a while and it just died. Um, so pod podcast that no, it was it was just a live stream thing. I was like, yeah, you could talk to me, you know, host of Atlanta Film right, Chat, like anybody right, right. cared. Yeah, uh, just or as a screenwriter or whatever, like ask me questions. And I got a few. I got a, I remember I got a few people, but it wasn't you know 
hopefully, I'm sure yours is much more successful than this <laughs> because I was just kind of dabbling. Like, do people care about this? And right. turns out, no, they don't care about me. So you know what yeah. I find is like it's it's content over time. It really is. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I think I think once you get going and you just push content out there all the time. And one of the big things that we do in our agency is we do um, personal branding and like CEO branding and founder branding. Like that's on the corporate side because mm-hmm. we work in the film business, but we also work with advertisers. Um, and it and it kind of works works well because we utilize the advertisers for funding movies. Ah, so, yeah, so yeah, okay. so, but, um, one of the other products that we offer is, uh, is personal branding. And when I tell a lot of these, a lot of these people, especially heads of companies and anybody this is in the, in the business too. I mean, if you're, if you're an above the line talent, you need to be branding yourself. And when you push content over time, you start building an audience. It doesn't, it's not something that happens overnight, especially people that are just starting out. It's, it's something that you want to keep, you know, creating and, and, and just keep pushing out as it builds on top of it. You yeah. know, it, that's, that's when you start really seeing results. It's a, I say it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, it's like yeah. a lot of people come to me and they're like, oh, I just started this podcast and I, you know, well, I don't have that many followers. I'm like, just stick it out. It's not a big deal. You know, just, just keep, oh, yeah. keep going at it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's been the philosophy of this show mm-hmm. of five years of yeah. just doing it's it. Awesome, just, though. And I mean, the reason we started it in the first place was just to connect to people that I otherwise would never meet. Right. Uh, Cause I'm a terrible networker. Right. Right. Um, I go to parties and sit in the corner yeah. and then I yeah. leave yeah. and not talk to anybody. I'm not crazy about big crowds either. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but this is like my networking thing. And, yeah. Um, and it's turned into a thing that I've done for the past five years. Yeah. Um, and I, a screenwriter too is just keep, you you put you, you write your first script and it's terrible or whatever and mm-hmm. you just cumulative effect of just working and working and working and now in a place where I, you know, people pay me to write their scripts and stuff right which is where I wanted to be but it just took years of just writing over and over and like this is garbage this is garbage oh this is okay this is okay right and eventually like oh I think I'm getting there <laughs> yeah it's it's just over time you, you start learning you start refining and you're learning all the tr- you know you learn the tricks you know of, yeah. of you know what works what doesn't work and listening to feedback I think that's the biggest thing too is, is a lot of people you got to listen to your audience you mm-hmm. have to listen to you know um what what's going on you know in in the marketplace and stuff like that too especially as you know as a writer you know it's like you gotta you gotta kind of know a little bit about you know production and and you know and stuff like that too it's 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 good to to uh constantly like refine your craft and i think that's that's huge for anybody in any any different position in, in film yeah 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 we're supposed to shoot a feature film later this month uh this year um and molly was asking the you know do you want to be on set i was like yes because mm. the more i'm on set and see how things are working right. and the mechanisms or whatever like i learn yep how to write that better like yep. the more time just being there yep. you know i'm a huge huge advocate for no matter i mean we all have you know you all have your your passion your skill set but it doesn't hurt to learn a little bit about about all different fields in the in the film business you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. i mean i i started as an actor in front of the camera and it's like once i started learning about like editing and you know just production stuff then it started, you know, I started able to incorporate that in my acting. I was like, all right, now I know why I why I need to do this in a specific shot. I'm actually helping out the editing department yeah, when yeah. I'm holding, you know, when I'm you know holding holding you know uh, in in uh, in position on on a certain line or something like that. You know, like it. That's the thing. It's like don't just be a one pony show. Learn learn a little bit about everything. If you know, and, and you never know. I mean, you may have you know another end. You know, where you're in front of the camera, you like to be in behind the camera too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so agency eight fifty. Yeah. What is the eight fifty? Sure. So um, we 
the, the name of the company of how we how we started. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people think that uh, that we uh, we started in Florida, right? So we started in Northwest Florida, so the area codes uh, eight fifty. Okay. But there is a deeper meaning okay. <laughs> uh, behind behind the company and everything that we do. Um. So uh, I like to leave that as a little bit of a mystery, and I'm sure people do enough digging that can find that out. But um, one of the biggest things uh, for me. Is uh, you know I, I had I had a journey from from New York to L.A. to you know uh, Northwest Florida is where I originally we opened the office, mm-hmm. grew it there, and we started actually as as a digital ad agency. After after I left L.A., um, we were doing a lot of a lot of promotions for businesses. When I identified that um, there's another way to fund movies, and the other way is actually through product placement, product mm-hmm. integration. And this other thing called branded entertainment, which is huge. Yeah. And like we we actually uh, – we started working with some local clients in Florida. And if you notice, like most reality shows, like there's a business involved. You know, mm-hmm. Dog the Bounty Hunter, American Picker, Storage Wars. You know, they, there's a business, a functioning business. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times it's like a lottery ticket for a production company to come to you and say, hey, we want to do a show on your business, you know. So uh, what we can do as an ad agency is we create a television show around the business and then market it as advertising. And um, through connections, you know, I've 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 built relationships down down in certain areas where I'm able to you know get spot TV like on ABC, CW, Fox, and start airing it. So what happens is instead of the business owner just having a 30 second spot, which mm-hmm. which most people skip through, yeah, they have a 30 minute series and they're building a following, which we talked about earlier. Yeah, so, you know, building a following. Mm-hmm. So I uncovered branded entertainment with that, and that's actually how I, you know, after after I left LA, like that's how I figured, yeah, how I got back into the business. Um, and uh, and obviously, you know, with the film business blowing up in Georgia, um, you know, it's only a, a four and a half hour drive from where we were in Florida. Yeah, we we eventually moved our offices. We relocated to to Atlanta, and uh, and so now, you know, we're 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 based here. And, uh, and, you know, we've been doing, you know, product placement and product integration. We do a lot of the key art. So like the movie posters and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the designing, um, EPKs, there's electronics, electronic yeah. press kits, mm-hmm. um, the BTS behind the scenes, stuff like that. So we've really been able to, um, be an organization that supports the entertainment business here. Um, and then also too, I work as, as an EP, as an executive producer. So on the finance side, um, you know, I, I, I work with, advertisers and business owners and high net worth individuals to fund a lot of the projects and stuff um, that, that, that come to Atlanta because, you know, we've moved there. I moved my entire staff here. We've got a lot of families that moved here. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I'm super passionate about, about really building, you know, and supporting the industry. So, yeah. So, you, so what, what was the main difference um, moving from Florida to here? Like you immediately noticed like a difference maybe in culture or something or, mm-hmm. or just drive or, or, or community or something. Like that. <laughs> well, like, a big, big difference. Cause pa- Panama city beach, Destin, like 30A area. Like that's like people have second homes there. No one really, yeah, yeah. everybody from the city like has a second home there. So it's, it's, it's very like laid back. Okay. Um, d- totally different market, but I grew up in Jersey and, and I started out, I went to school for film and television in Manhattan. Okay. So I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, not familiar with the cities and I lived in LA for, for six years. So, 
Um, you know, it wasn't that big of a, you know, a culture shock, you know, the city and stuff like that, the traffic, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the traffic is very comparable to the 405 in LA. Yeah. So <laughs> that wasn't too, too big of an adjustment for me. I'm like, yeah, this is really, you know, it's, it's very comparable. So, um, for me, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a hard transition or anything like that. I actually really love it here. I do because you have everything, mm-hmm. you know, you have, you have the big city, Right. You have you have the farther out you get, like, you know, ITP, OTP. And yeah. for, for listeners that aren't from Georgia, that's inside the perimeter, <laughs> outside the perimeter. Right. Yep. The farther outside the perimeter you go, you actually, you know, it's, it's a little bit more country, which is kind of cool, a little bit more quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, like I mentioned before, if I want to go to the beach, I mean, you're four or five hours to the beach, um, you know, on, on you know, Destin or 30A or whatever, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's, and, and we have the airport here. Yeah. So uh, yeah. like, I mean, shoot, if you wanted to go anywhere, you just hop on a flight and go to New York or LA and it's, it's, it's easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're able to take, uh, your, your corporate clients and, and you say you, you get the money from that and start making your own films. Mm-hmm. Like what, what kind of, films are you are you looking to make shorts features everything mm-hmm. just something interesting tv whatever yeah exactly so so it is it's 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 all of that so either it, branded entertainment is really works lends itself well to like reality shows right because you're mm-hmm. writing you're writing the show based around the business right yeah, right yeah. now i'm actually working on a project uh that has to do with esports and are you kidding i just i just shot a tv show about e-sports. did you oh <laughs> sweet it was, it was a docuseries okay some reality stuff in there but cool i mean did e-sports. you release it yet or? yeah yeah it just came out last week actually. Huge. oh wow yeah. <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's it's a it's huge huge industry, huge industry. most <laughs> yeah. people don't realize it and yeah. and yeah. the thing is is like you know it's just it's growing and getting bigger mm-hmm. and and so i'm excited to hear that because there needs to be more content wrapped around this because yeah. it's you know, the awareness is, 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 it's not, it's not where it should be, but it's growing. And yeah. here in Atlanta, like, I mean, you have teams moving, moving to Atlanta and, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's, it's, it's really exciting. So, so anyway, so stuff like that, like, I mean, we do, you know, branded entertainment. So I'll work with advertisers, um, to plug them into a TV show, you know, whether it's, you know, just a product that they have, or maybe it's location based, but I could also do that for movies as well. I just, I finished up, um, a feature film. I was the EP on, on a project called voices that we shot. Um, and one of the things like I had, uh, like product placement in there where, um, our lead character, uh, was blind and the, the whole object, it was a, a supernatural, uh, like horror film, right? Yeah. So she hears, she hears the voices of dead people. Okay. The only way she can tune them out is if she wears headphones. Okay. So what I did was I actually found, um, Grado Labs, which is out of New York. And, um, I told them about the project and I actually got them to, uh, you know, to, to insert their product. So stuff like that, like I'll do that. Like I'll, I'll go through a script. I'll be able to identify, we have relationships with, you know, a lot of advertisers, um, all over the country and, and, um, you know, the right project comes along. We're able to connect those advertisers with the script, which, you know, offsets production costs, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's more money we're able to punch pump into a project, or in some certain cases, depending on you know if it's long as it's not a naked script, right? There's there's attachments to it. Mm-hmm. We could essentially do prefunding as well. So it really depends on where you know where the the filmmakers at in the journey, and, and yeah. you know, so so yeah, so those are some of the things that we've we've been doing and staying busy with. 
This episode is brought to you by Action Artwork Rental, providing cleared artwork to the film and television industry. Action Artwork Rental is now located in the Metropolitan Warehouses. Supporting local artists, their stock of over 1,500 pieces are affordable and take the legwork out of obtaining material releases. To view their stock, just visit their website, actionartworkrental.com, where they have both digital pieces and ready to hang for your convenience. All right, so I had a lot of fun this past week at the Atlanta Film Festival. Thanks to Linda Burns for having me on the speed networking event. Met a lot of cool people, including some listeners of the show, which is really exciting. So if you're one of those people, thanks to thanks to you for just coming up and saying that. That, that always means a lot when someone's like, hey, I listened to this thing, and I'm reminded that people actually do listen to it. <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, it was great meeting everybody and getting to go to all the great films and stuff and got to see Hail Satan, or I guess it's called Hail Satan? Because there's a question mark at the end. And that was a lot of fun seeing that. Tried to see pageant material twice. First time I was literally at the door and they were at capacity. So I had to go home. And the second night I just, I knew it had sold out. And there's no way I could make it downtown in time uh, to get there. So kind of bummed about that. Uh, but pretty much all the movies that I saw, like Life Without Basketball was great. The Way You Look Tonight was great. Everything was great. Reckoning was great. Congrats to Lane and Ruckus for the two great screenings because it got a an encore because it sold out the first one. So that was great. So I hope you were there and having fun. And if you met me, then you're welcome. No, it was it was great meeting everybody and so many new faces and seeing familiar faces around town is always a lot of fun. So just breaking in here real quick to tell you about Film Bar Mondays. Tonight when this goes up, it's at Midway Pub. And then next week is at Mac McGee's. And you can always visit filmbarmondays.com for all dates, times, locations. And remember, it's like a hangout. It's not super serious. You're not supposed to go there and like market yourself and bring headshots. It's just a hangout. So just meet friends, eat food, talk about whatever. Maybe it's making movies. Maybe it's local sports ball team. Whatever. Just, you know, not super serious. Just hang out and have fun. Meet friends that you might work with later. Or not. Or not. Whatever. Also this week, the 19th, which is Friday... The Plaza Theater is showing Mine 9, which I've been seeing over the years. Um, I know Autumn Bailey Ford produced it, and a bunch of people that we know worked on it, like Jordan Blair Brown was a casting director, I believe, on that. Mark Ashworth is in it, so, I mean, you got to go see it. Aaron Burns, lots of great people. Go support them. Plaza Theater, April 19th, which is this Friday. Go see it. Should be good. All right, that's about it for announcements, I think, at least that I am seeing I'm kind of in a rush because this week I'm going to D.C. for a comedy special shoot, so wish me luck. Uh, There will be an episode next week. I will be on the road, but I will be posting it, so look out for that. Maybe everything, all the intros and stuff are going to be kind of short, but we'll see. Because I'm about to do them right after this. (laughs) So it will be not as timely, but whatever. You know, that's the way the cookie crumbles or whatever. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying the show, and I'm going to get you right back to the rest of it. Great interview with Chris, and I'll see you in the outro. people are out there listening like oh this isn't this isn't supposed to be how you make movies or whatever yeah they probably don't understand how much the stuff that they already watch has that mm-hmm. product placement kind of stuff in it like most of everything yes <laughs> like, yes you know yep. they, you just don't every time you see anything that's a product right that otherwise would have been greeked out. Yep. Like that was there for a purpose. That yes. was there for a reason, unless right. it was a huge mistake or something. And they might, you know, 
But it's like, oh, what a delicious Mountain Dew. Like, yeah. That was paid Yeah, for. exactly. <laughs> well, and I think I think the, the, the challenge is, because is, I get it, because I'm a filmmaker too. I'm not just an ad guy, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So you don't want it to take away from the narrative. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, like stuff like, Oh, this isn't a wonderful movie. Right. Like <laughs> that's just, that's silly. So what's, what's cool is uh, I think a lot of filmmakers try to do this stuff on their own, but they're not necessarily salesmen they're, or they're not necessarily people that know how to talk to advertisers because what happens is, you know, you've got a filmmaker that wants to raise money for their film. Mm-hmm. And then you have an advertiser that's willing to give them money and they want that money, but that advertiser could turn their film into a commercial. Right, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, you know, a filmmaker will hire a company like us where we're kind of like the middleman. Like we work hand in hand. Like that that filmmaker, that's that's a project that we're, we're helping fund. The advertiser's our client, but we, we understand how to speak that language, right? Yeah. We, we understand how to work with the filmmaker to not take away from the advertiser, not take away from the narrative of the film and mm-hmm. the creative of the film, but yet – Give enough advertising to our 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 advertiser, right? Uh, to where they're they're happy with the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like you just kind of live in both worlds, yep. so you're able to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's tough. Like if you're if you're an upcoming filmmaker and you got this great idea for a movie and you're you're passionate about it, you don't you don't want you know, right. sticky fingers to get into right kind of thing. I mean, I definitely get that part. Uh, but if nobody sees the movie. Yeah. Well, if nobody, if the movie doesn't get made, nobody sees it. Exactly. So then it, does it exist? Right. Exactly. So you know, uh, learning to speak business yep. is important, and it's, I mean, it's tough, but right. it's well, important. There's all different types of personalities. I mean, like if you're if you're a writer and you that's not your personality, and you don't get hook up with a producer, hook up yeah, with somebody yeah, that yeah, yeah. that does understand, you know, the fun. Don't try to do it all yourself. I mean that that it breaks my heart when I see when I see writers or or any, you know, try, filmmakers just trying to do everything. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't need yeah, to yeah, do that. Yeah. Like there you, you what you want to do is you you want to surround yourself with people that have strengths that that are not your strong suit mm-hmm. and that's how you make a project. A production is a is a, is like a company, right? A company's made up of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you can't have a successful company with one person. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. It's the same thing with a production. Yeah. You know, having having multiple talented people in their given areas of expertise, when everybody comes together, beautiful things happen. You know, and yeah. that's when you actually have a real project. So, you know, my advice to any filmmaker out there that's you know just starting out that that doesn't have that business sense, that's just the creative. Mm-hmm hook up with somebody that understands the business sense that's going to get your movie made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, find somebody you trust, right. You know, to, to see the vision out. And, and it also says that you said about getting feedback and taking notes and, and understanding other points of view is helpful too. Cause I mean, as a writer, I understand, uh, not wanting to get any feedback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saying like, well, obviously the script is perfect yeah. the way I wrote it. So yeah. shut up. Yeah. I definitely get that. Uh, but you can't, really do that. <laughs> yeah. No. And I think, I think getting feedback from multiple sources is good too. Like I, I, I believe in, you know, having almost like a council, right? So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not just one person, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that, that you're, you're kind of taking it to you, 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 you get feedback from a group of people, right. Of, of, um, people that you respect in the industry. Right? <clears throat> yeah. And then you start formulating your own opinion because you know everybody has their own opinion, right? Yeah, they yeah. all suck, right? So right. it's like, so, but it's, you, if if you're hearing the same thing over and over again from multiple sources, yep. there's probably a reason. Yeah, that's exactly. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. So that's why I say listen, listen to the audience, like like with 
like with my stuff, like I'll listen to both good and bad and negative comments, right? Mm-hmm. Because I just I, I like to absorb that information and, and and try to try to process it. But at the end of the day, you're you're still trying to accomplish something here, right? Whether you're yeah. a writer, you're a producer, you're an actor, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. so take take the advice, you know, from multiple sources, but then f- and eventually formulate your own. Yeah. You know, based on that advice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been talking on the show forever about people stepping up the game and getting real good stuff coming out of Georgia. Right. And I've been, it seems like the last year I've really been talking to people like you that are trying to do that, yeah. you know, and take things to a different level. Um, but what do you, what do you, I, I talked to so many talented people that are trying to make stuff and it's, I don't know. Like, what, what do you have any advice on people? Cause not every, you think everybody could do the product placement kind of thing or like, like what's, what's something people out there that are listening to this could do? They're like I've got this feature film and yeah. I just don't know how to put all the, the boards down to make the base to get this thing off the ground. Like right. what thing you're doing it. So like what, I mean, that, and that's the, that's the biggest thing for all filmmakers, right? It's like, how do you, how do you get the money? You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah. that's where you go. I, I think, you know, you have to, here's the thing with, with, with filmmaking and there's, a, there's a lot of creative people out there. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of creative people out there, but um, you got to also look at it from a business perspective too. If you're expecting to get somebody to give you money for your film, this is the traditional way of financing, right? Or traditional way of, of you know, financing a film. If you're expecting that, well, that person's going to want to return. Right. Yeah. And, and you have to understand that you may love your projects of, you know, flying wombats from the planet, you know, Jupiter part Mm -hmm. two, whatever. Right. But that might not be selling right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's, it's the, whatever it's, it's, you got to look at it from the investor's point of view is where, how are they going to make their money back? Yeah. Yeah. If you can answer those questions and you know, the audience, you're one step ahead to get closer of of having somebody give you their money. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So so um I think I think the pitfall with a lot of filmmakers is they're they're very passionate about their baby, their project and they want to get it made, mm-hmm. but you got to be realistic at the same time. And yeah. this has happened to me before too. I mean, there's there's productions, there's there's things that, you know, I've had that, you know, I've went to a production company and they're like, "This is great. It's just the market's not right yet." Yeah. And that's not yeah, a I've no. That. Yeah. It's just it's just not a it's just not now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and I think I think, you know, um, if you want to do a passion project, that's great. Just, just don't take somebody else's money. If you know, if, if oh, there's yeah, yeah. no way of getting a return. Yeah. Passion projects are fine. If you got a means of financing, you know, I mean, you, but you also got to let, you got to let people know that that's what this is. You may not receive any type of return on this film. Yeah. You know, it might just be people gifting you money because they see your love for filmmaking. You know, so I, 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 I would encourage specifically that because there are some investors that have gotten burned oh, and, yeah. and, and what it does is it makes it harder for everybody else to try to get that funding because once, you know, once they lose tons of money, they're like, oh, I'll never invest in film again, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all because, you know, they, they were just mis- misled and, and, and there was miscommunication between the filmmaker and the investors. Yeah. And there's always those stories about funny money, Hollywood, yeah. funny money, right. and just like, oh, they, whatever, Harry Potter, whatever, you know, has never made a, uh, a profit or whatever, that right. kind of stuff. Uh, that's not what any of us are trying to do here. Right. We don't, no, no. We don't care. Yeah. You know, we're not going. Yeah. Not, oh, I can't speak for everybody, but I assume there are people just want to make their stuff. Right. You know, and, and 
get everybody happy in the right. end. Like that's all we care about and just right. make our stuff. Right. 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 <laughs> so yeah, that does make things harder when yeah. you have those stories floating around and, and I just, well, it sounds simplistic, but like just connecting the richy rich people with the super creative people and get them together right. in a room and then they figure everything out and then make stuff and everybody's happy. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think, I think the biggest thing for here in Atlanta is, is just education. You yeah, know? yeah. I think, I think it's education on both parts, you know, is, is educating the investor, you know, yeah. and then also and educating the filmmaker and then bring bring them together. You know, I think, I think that's the, the biggest piece that we need to continue to grow as an industry here as a permanent industry mm-hmm. is, is once these local investors understand you know, you know, how, how it's being made. The filmmakers understand, you know, that they're making a, a film for return for their investor. Yeah. I think, I think that's going to, you know, whatever happens with, with our tax tax credits, you know, who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. whether it stays or whether it goes, you know, we don't know, but if we build the infrastructure here, mm-hmm. everybody's jobs are safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's the biggest thing is it all starts with education. So I'm a big proponent on, on trying to help educate, you know, filmmakers and investors and in, 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 in this whole process. I think I've told the story on here before, but there's a story of the <clears throat> the produce, producers of Napoleon Dynamite when they had the script and they were going to meet a uh, an investor and they gave him the script to look at. And he he flipped through it to make sure there were words on the page, and then he put it down and was like, "All right, so how's this going to make me money?" Uh, right? Because <laughs> like, yeah, sure. There's a there's a thing here. I, mm-hmm. I acknowledge that exists, but what I care about is right. like, tell me how exactly like, why are people going to watch this? Right? You know, and the, how am I going to get my money back? Right? And I know it's difficult to get your head around, mm-hmm. but it's just like you said, like different languages almost. Yep. How you speak to each other. Right. You know, and come to a mutual understanding. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, it's the same thing even with product placement. Like I have advertisers, they know that we do this. Yeah. But the number one question they're going to ask me is, all right, because um, it's different. This is not, this is not investment money. This is advertising dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's different. But they kind of have the same thing. Like if, you know, like with an investor, they're going to want to know, all right, who's attached? Where's it going to be seen? Like Mm -hmm. what's the distribution, right? Mm -hmm. Well, with advertisers, it's really no different. You know, who's attached? Where's where's my product going to be seen? Yeah, yeah. Because for them, it's exposure, right? So, you know, I mean, I get get some some questions and people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can fund my short. You know, it's like, okay, you want Coca-Cola to fund your short. (laughs) I was like- Where's yeah. it going to be seen? Like, what's the, what's the ROI? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, so, so those are the things that, that I think invest, uh, that filmmakers need to understand, um, is, is, you know, there's, there's avenues out there. Just educate yourself first. Think, try to think a little bit more like a business person mm-hmm. would, or if somebody giving you money yeah. and start there. And, and again, if you're totally not business and you're totally creative, Got to hook up with with a producer that is business minded. That's gonna that's gonna help you take your project to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So I guess walk me through. You know, like say you go to meet Coke, Coca Cola about a feature film, and they wanna they wanna put it in there in the, in the movie somewhere. Like how does that how does that usually work? Like the negotiations, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have this much screen time. It's yeah. gotta be a you can't. Someone can't take a sip and be like, "Yuck, that's gross." Yeah, and right, be right. like, "Yum, yum, yum, coke." Exactly. Like, yeah, we'll kind of walk me through that. So, process so yeah, <laughs> I mean, every production is different, and depending on on 
you know, what type of production we're working on. Uh, deals are structured in all different ways. But yeah, there is a lot of that nego- with bigger companies. There's a lot of that because they want to know to the frame, you know, sometimes yeah, okay. of, of how, how long their product is going to be seen. So there's a lot of that too. So that's another thing. If you're, if you're, if you are, uh, you know, a filmmaker that's just starting out and that actually does have that opportunity, be prepared because these are some of the questions that are going to be asked. Yeah. Um, you know, and you have to, there are some things like, yeah, you can't say yuck or the, the actor can't make a face <laughs> when they drink it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, or something like that, you know, so, um, there's certain, there's certain things also like licensing stuff between, between the production and, and the brand, you know, there's those opportunities as well, like yeah, where yeah. there's cross promotion. Um, so a young filmmaker that doesn't have that experience might be a little bit challenging to, to navigate some of those deals, right? So yeah. the, the licensing deals between the brand and the film. So that they would also hire, you know, a company, you know, a company like ours where, where we would go and we would help, help kind of navigate that for them. Okay. Uh, tell me more about your esports uh, <laughs> yeah. series. I'm interested in that. Uh, so we are in pre-production right now. I'm under NDA, so I can't oh, even talk. No. I know a lot of people. <laughs> I did leak a little bit out, um, but but yeah, there's we're, we've got contracts going around right now, so um, okay. I can't really talk too much about it. But it's 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 pretty exciting. It has to do with esports, um, but uh, but yeah, it's. It's for me as a filmmaker, I look, and this is on the reality side. So I, I, yeah. I love doing narratives. I mean, that's my heart and soul. Like my passion is, is doing a lot more narratives. But, um, when it comes to reality, I, I like one of two, a big thing. I'll either like, um, either a controversial subject mm-hmm. or, uh, something that is innovative and new and fresh and exciting, like the next big thing. Yeah. So yeah. like controversial, I did, I did a show called Insurance Wars, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which was basically, uh, uncovering the corruption in the, in insurance companies through a public adjuster. And we wrote a show around his business and okay. it was, it was, it was very, very controversial, but, um, but it was, it was cool. And, and it, we had millions of millions of views and, and nice. uh, his business exploded because of it, you know, oh, so okay. did that. And then, um, and then of course, well, you know, with, with the esports thing, it's, it's the, it's the next big thing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so we've been working on that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I mean, that's, that's on the reality side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, when we, when we first started our, our series, it just, it, it we felt like we were at the cusp of everything. And we were, we went to a bunch. What's, of, what's the name of it? Uh, more more than a game. Okay, it came out on U forty two. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. U forty two. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, uh, they're up in um, mm-hmm. uh, the coming area. Yep. Um, nice people. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, we went to a bunch of different companies, and they already had esports. Or we're already developing an esports thing. I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> like, okay. okay, we really are on the cusp of everything because literally everybody that we talked to was like, no, we, we're kind of already doing that. Yep. Like, God, yep. all right. So then we just, you know, we, luckily we ran into U42. Mm-hmm. Um, so the product that production, yeah, yeah, on the production side, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, and and just learning like the game that we followed was Smite, and, yeah. which is uh, you know, Alpharetta. yes, I, I know um, Todd Harris very well. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I I've been playing video games my entire life, mm-hmm. um, and even I was just like I don't really understand this game. <laughs> but yeah. the more we watched it or whatever, and just seeing these people, and then we went to DreamHack to film there, yeah, and just the the crowds and stuff. I was yeah. like, where was this when I was a kid, man? Yeah, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. If this would have been me when I was a kid, if like you know time travel, or whatever, I would have been doing this. So when did, when were you filming? Unbelievable. Did you just rap or we ra- uh, we filmed in November. Okay. Uh, last November, uh, with 
there was one weekend where we filmed basically the kid named Connor uh-huh. uh, Jigs, uh, who plays Smite. Um, we filmed his, like his life and stuff, and we'd filmed earlier in the year. So it was for... based on just him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. it. Was, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. just him, and cool. like you know, it was we kind of dove deep because a lot of the, the shows that I've watched about esports is like, isn't this neat? This person plays video games, right? Like, Yes, but what else? Right. Like, let's go a little bit deeper. So right. we try to do that. Like, what does he do? Like, yeah. the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, what are his parents like? So we, right. like, got, you know, we went to his parents' house, talked to his grandmother and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, he went on a date and whatever. And uh, so it, it was a little bit. And then, then we filmed at DreamHack, and mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. So do you do you know Todd Harris and, and all the guys I talked over to, I, high-res? I talked to so many people at high-res yeah, <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the, yeah. like, we 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 Developed it over two years, mm-hmm. and 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 from pitch to launch was two mm-hmm. years. So I talked to yeah, I talked to Todd over email. I don't think I ever actually met him in person. Yeah, but there was a bunch of people that ran the um the actual league mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yep. and it was, so I it, it seemed like every time I went up there it was somebody else. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm Chuck. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, so I talked to so many people at high risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamhacks. Dream we were there too. Dreamhacks. Oh, really? Was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, it was just nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was excitement. It's, it's just amazing. Like, like people would never think. Like, really? I mean, would you ever imagine like fifteen years, you know, fifteen years ago, whatever video games would be like this today? Like, it's, cra- it's just crazy. Yeah, it's just no. crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> really? Like when people, when 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 I tell people how much money some of these kids earn just by playing video games, like, their yeah, mind no. just blows. Yeah, you know? through like, yeah. sponsorships, yeah, like branding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's the, it all, all comes about back to the, the brand. Yeah. <laughs> all about the brand, baby. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Because our guy, he makes he he's not he was he was pretty good for a while. Um, uh, Jigs was and you know, being on good teams and stuff. You know, it kind of dips and goes up and down. How did you meet him? Uh, he was recommended to us by High Res. Mm-hmm. We had they had a list. And he was in Atlanta, and he answered our email. Oh, got it. <laughs> so yeah. we we're like, "Hey, he's local, right? So we don't have to travel. So perfect, right?" <laughs> and yeah. then he ended up being a really nice kid, and his parents were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything worked out. <laughs> so did you, so you wrote what, like, just kind of like an outline or something yeah, like that, which okay. ended up like the the outline that we submitted to U forty two was absolutely nothing like the final product yeah. because it's a you know it's a docu yeah. yeah. docu series, yeah. and you can't plan right uh, for everything right uh like the the girl that he was dating at the time was going to be featured heavily we were mm-hmm. going to travel to her home state and they broke up oh, before gosh. we filmed <laughs> oh boy welcome to the real world <laughs> yeah. and production I was, like, I was like connor can you just <laughs> yeah. can just you stay just, with her <laughs> just pretend right, for like yeah. another month yeah. but no. yeah yeah uh but i learned a lot because i'm a screenwriter right uh, but i was producing this thing yeah you know, and it and it was funny just the different muscles I was being pulled, mm-hmm. and it ended up being kind of fun. I didn't think I was gonna like you said try different positions, or yeah. whatever. Um, I never knew that. You know, I was like, well, this is this is just different. It's not. I don't know if it's quite as satisfying as screenwriting to me, right? But you know, going to production, getting the footage we needed. Everybody's fed. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Nobody died. Yeah, right. Nobody right, broke anything right, or right. like cameras or whatever. Right. Uh, it's I don't know. It's just a different set of muscles and it's yeah. kind of fun yeah you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely gonna keep you on your toes that's for sure <laughs> yeah 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 so. yeah and we're supposed to go up to uh washington to film a comedy special later this month oh cool so, so yeah we're we my co-producer and i that did more than the game we're, mm-hmm. we started a company and who Hoo productions mm-hmm. because we went to kennesaw mm-hmm. State. there we you both, go yeah we met mm-hmm. each other there yeah so we, we work a lot with ksu yeah 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 um film we, uh, we filmed part of more than the game on campus and 
It's we awesome. have some beautiful campus now. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, what are some what are some of the uh, the project projects you've got in the works that you can talk about? <laughs> uh, no NDA yeah, well, stuff. But other like, than the, I mean, I. So we have we have the esports show. Like I said, um, there is uh, we're working on our 2019 slate right now. Okay. So um, we're looking. I, I can't really say the projects yeah, yeah. Um, other than you know maybe just the genres but mm-hmm. i mean working on a um a, a drama working on a whole a, like comedy horror okay yeah uh, and then um and then there's another project where it's a toss-up we may we may actually take on an action film because when you when you when you do a slate of films what you're doing is you're mitigating risk right mm-hmm. so it, it we're we're, we're kind of looking at, at at a couple of those projects and and it's funny, I you know I always usually say I was like two TV shows and a movie or two movies and a TV show every single year is, is the minimum that we want to do. So oh, okay. we've been uh, pretty fortunate. You know we just we just wrapped on on voices, so um, we're in post right now. Nice. Um, so we're looking at probably around the December release date. So as that's releasing, we'll be on production on our next film. So uh, that's a good question. Uh, what um, I, I say to myself, uh, what like what's the distribution you have in mind when you approach like a company for uh, for branding and stuff, like mm-hmm. to make sure it's seen, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about distribution a lot. Like you got to have that in the back of your head, but you really have to have that in the back of your head because sure. you're talking to these companies like, yes, obviously our film will be seen in your Coca-Cola or mm-hmm. Home Depot or whatever, or, or headphones. Right. Like how does that, how does that, how, how does that change the approach to the film? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Um, well, I mean, it, it does. It does come down to like distribution. So, I mean, if we're if we're producing a film and and you know, we're, a lot of times you know we will have our cast and we'll have our distributions. So mm-hmm. We already have that in line. It's like okay, well, this is our distributor, and and a lot of times we'll work with known distributors that where yeah. hey, they also did this, this, and this. It was seen in this many screens, or we may even just have that already fleshed out. So it's like all right, this is where. It, this is where this project's going to be. Yeah. Um, and then here's our strategy. And a lot of times like there's digital strategies and stuff like that afterwards. Like, so after, you know, the release date and stuff like that. And they know the, the difference with being in a movie, right. As opposed to just airing a commercial mm-hmm. is you're, you're ingrained in the narrative. Like you're ingrained, you're, you're solidified in that movie. So if that movie turns into a cult following and like your products in there, like, if you calculate the num like the cost that you would have to pay to air a commercial to get that much exposure, it far outweighs the cost of doing product placement. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though product placement, you know, could get up there in the numbers depending on, you know, again, who's in it, where it's going, you know, and the exposure. But but that chance that some advertise I mean, you know, there's some movies like you know, that you just know. Like if I say E.T. What candy company do you think yeah, of? Yeah, Reese's Pieces. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like you're never going to get that. I mean, that's one thing. So you're ingrained in forever and it's a classic. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's those those films that the advertiser realizes that if, you know, if this does take off, even if it's a, a small cult following, it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. your brand is getting uh, exposure that that it would never get. You know, uh, with with just having a thirty second spot, which most people nowadays let's let's face it, they're they're skipping through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no one's sitting down watching a, a commercial unless it's the Super Bowl. You know, right, yeah. it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's really what it's what it's boiled down to. The indus the world, the whole industry, and the world has changed. Yeah. 
to mm-hmm. where, you know, with streaming content and, and stuff like that too. I mean, if you're, if you're running a commercial, I mean, everybody's waiting for that, that skip now button to, to mash it <laughs> yep. to get to their content. Yeah. But if you're ingrained in the content, mm-hmm. if you're ingrained in the content, the people are going to see your product. Mm-hmm. It, it works. Of course, the, the, the opposite of that is, uh, talking about ETE and Reese's Pieces, which worked out great and was ingrained into the, the narrative. The inverse of that is Mac and Me, mm. which they, 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 the people that made that were like, oh, we want to do that. So they like, oh, McDonald's. Right. So then it became basically an hour and a half commercial right. that is now made fun by Paul, uh, by Paul Rudd every yeah. time he goes on to Conan. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it, there is a, there is something to be careful. Yes. Like you can't. You, the story comes first yes. and then and then the and the, and and on the flip side so so that's why advertisers like if they want branded entertainment branded content they would also come to us too because we're filmmakers yeah yeah, yeah. so we understand that like all my guys are film guys right so they yeah. understand that so um we're you can have a entire movie sponsored by or, or paid for by Pirelli, and the only thing that you're showing is the car chases, and then it pulls up with with the tires or something. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. out a crazy mm-hmm. example that I'm thinking of, right? Um, you know, or like if I say uh, Castaway, FedEx, oh, yeah, right? That's right. FedEx yeah. paid yeah. for a majority of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, but but the cool thing, and a lot of people will challenge that and say, "Well, the plane went down," but but. If you if you watch all the way to the end of the movie, the package, package got, got to it where it needed to go, and that's and that and that show and that tells the story of FedEx. But it told a great story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It told a great story. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's so, right. Yeah. Uh, well, as we wrap up, yeah. uh, tell everybody where to find info about you and sure. the company. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm on social media. You find me at Chris De Blasio. Um, you can, our company is agency 850. So it's agency 850.com. Uh, and that's, you know, we, we're entertainment marketing company. So we do all those things that I mentioned before. And I work personally as an EP and, uh, any advice, uh, hashtag pitch Chris, if you guys have questions on the entertainment business, uh, you know, find me at hashtag pitch Chris, ask your questions. I can get you on the air, get you an IMDB credit. If you're just starting out in the business, um, a lot of, you know, people can, uh, just ask me your questions. I'll be more happy to answer all of them. That's really so, cool you do that, by the yeah. way, just giving back a little bit and helping, you know, lifting lifting all tides or whatever. Our, our my, my biggest thing is we band together as filmmakers, specifically here in Atlanta. Like, man nothing's going to rock us, you know, like I think, <laughs> I think, I think we're, we're, uh, we're poised for a lot of growth. There's a lot of great things going out here. HBO is moving here. Yeah. Their headquarters is moving. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. like there's That's big right. things, a lot of jobs are happening here. And I just want to make sure that everybody's prepared for the opportunities that are coming here. So if there's any way I can give back or any advice I can give filmmakers, it's, it's my pleasure to do so. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again for, for coming yeah. on today, and, and it was great finally meeting yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so good luck with everything, and uh, everybody go check out Agency 850, and uh, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you.